if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. It's free, and we all love free stuff. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, the NFL through three weeks, and we're going to talk a little bit about what we've seen to this point and uh, what teams are looking good, what teams are looking bad, what should we look for the rest of the season. We'll go division by division. And remember, folks, my preseason picks were abysmal, all right? I don't think I have those in front of me right now, but they were brutal, let me tell you. But, all right, let's do this. AFC is where we'll start. The AFC East is specifically where we will begin. With the Buffalo Bills, who are 3-0, and they are a uh, good team. They're a very good team. Uh, they've scored 93 points, which is the most in this division by six to the Patriots. But uh, you look at the Bills right now, they're very well coached. They made the playoffs last year. They probably should have won that game in Houston, but they lost. I've always thought that Sean McDermott was going to be an up-and-coming great coach, um, and he looks like that. He's really turned helped turn this uh, franchise around. They've made some good off-season acquisitions. You look at Stephon Diggs coming in, adds another dynamic to that offense. Josh Allen has been developing great. Um, I always thought Josh Allen had a lot of talent. He could be something. I didn't think he would already be this good. I mean, it was his third, fourth, what is it, third season? I think it's his third season, but um, he's he can run. He's big. Accuracy's still a little bit of an issue, but he's got a big-time arm. He's played tremendously through three weeks. So I think the Bills are the favorite in this division. I think they're the best team in the division. But don't count out the Patriots, okay? The Patriots are 2-1, and one, and they could, if not, if they would have, if McDaniels would have had a better play call in week two at Seattle with Cam Newton, they would be 3-0. and oh. They beat the hell out of the Raiders last week. They took care of business against Miami in week one, and they played very well against a very good Seattle team in Seattle uh, in week two and could have won that game quite easily, but uh, they didn't. But the Patriots have looked good. How could we expect any different at this point? Bill Belichick, greatest coach of all time. Uh, And then we get to the Dolphins. The Dolphins are one and two, which is about what's expected. Uh, Tua Tungavailoa is not in yet. Um... Ryan Fitzpatrick won them their first game in week three, Thursday night against Jacksonville, so they don't have any quality wins, which is whatever. They lose the Bills in week two, they lose the Patriots in week one. So, you know, they're one and two, which is really exactly what you'd expect going into this season. You look, they're going to lose to Buffalo, they're going to lose to New England, they should beat Jacksonville, and they did. But um, another rebuilding year, I think Brian Flores has something going there. They have some talent, there's still some pieces away, we all know this. Uh, they'll probably finish third in this division because when you go to the bottom of the division, the Jets are a joke. The New York Jets are the worst team in the league, and I don't really think it's close. I know the Giants have been awful, but at least they showed some life in the first two weeks. Like, they could have, uh, they played decently based on expectations against Pittsburgh. Uh, week two, they probably should have beaten the Bears. They got inside the 10, and, uh, you know, they lose Saquon Barkley in that game, but. The Giants got killed in that game uh, against the uh, Niners, but man, the Jets are a joke. 37 points through three weeks, and for reference, the Packers scored 37 on Sunday night. They've given up 94. Adam Gase should be gone. 
I can't believe that I picked the Jets to go 9-7 and seven this year. They're terrible. They might not win a game, which might be over-exaggerating because they could win Thursday. You know the, the Broncos don't look great either. Uh, but how about that? We go from a Monday night game between the Chiefs and the Ravens, a Sunday night game between the Packers and the Saints, four of the best teams in the league right there, and then we get Thursday night is the Jets and the Broncos. Uh, it's brutal. The Jets are terrible. I mean, Adam Gase is horrible. He should be fired. He should have already been fired. Sam Darnold doesn't look like he's the guy there. He doesn't look like he's the guy that's going to take them to the next level. I mean, the Jets are a joke. What else can you say? They've been terrible. Gase has been terrible. Darnold's been terrible. They're a mess, uh, a disastrous franchise, and they got to figure it out, and they got to get rid of Gase. That's just the way it goes. Uh, AFC North. The Pittsburgh Steelers are 3-0. and um, they've been good. They they took care of business against the Giants week one. Week two, they beat the Broncos. It's close, though. Jeff Driscoll almost led the Broncos back in that game, and then they beat the Texans on in week three. So the Steelers are good. Their defense is very good. Roethlisberger looks like he's got something going once again with that offense. Uh, I think they're probably the fourth-best team in the AFC right now, probably tied with uh, with New England. I'd say it's... Uh, you know, Kansas City, Buffalo, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, New England, Tennessee, I would say, probably is how I would go with that. But uh, the Steelers are good. Their defense is very good. Um, and they are what we thought they were defensively, and that's what they've been. So uh, Baltimore, Baltimore's been good. I mean, granted, their schedule to start the season wasn't the, uh, you know, the, the hardest. I mean, week one, they beat. The Browns, 38-6. Week 2, they beat the Texans, 33-16. Then they get dominated. Patrick Mahomes was phenomenal last night. And they dominated the the Ravens. But the Ravens are still very good. Like I said, top three team in the AFC. Probably number two. I still think I'd take them over Buffalo at this moment. But uh, this is going to be an interesting division. I don't know who wins this division. I think the Ravens... I picked the Ravens preseason. But I'm not sure. I mean, Baltimore... Is the game behind Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh, uh, you look at their schedule upcoming. They have the uh, Titans this week, then the Eagles and the Browns, then the Ravens in Week 7. So it should be interesting to see. Their schedule doesn't look that hard uh, down the stretch. The Browns are 2-1, and one, the Browns' first winning record in a long time. And I've, you know, I've been a little bit impressed. I mean, Week 1, they were a, a disaster. They got beat up by the Ravens, which is what you expect. The Ravens are a lot better than the Browns at this point, despite the fact they have the same record. Now, the, the most hilarious thing is that the Browns have a minus 13 point differential. They've scored 75, they've given up 88, yet they're still 2-1. and one. They did beat Washington football team and the Bengals, so not the most impressive of wins. They've given up a lot of points. I'm still worried a little bit, but I think their offense could be good. I think they have a chance to compete for that extra wild card spot in the AFC. Because, you know, the they're, they're running back tandem of Hunt and Chubb has been fantastic. It looks like Baker Mayfield's starting to get on the same page with his receivers. The defense has to take it up a notch, though. Uh, Cincinnati, you know, Cincinnati's been pretty impressive. For a winless team, I've been a little bit impressed with the Bengals. I think Joe Burrow's been very good for a rookie quarterback coming in into an offense that's not that great, a team that's not that great. 0-2-1, and they could have won... All three of those games, <clears throat> all three of those games, week one, they lose to the Chargers in a very close one. They could have won that game if not for a mixed, missed kick. Week two, 
They lose to the Browns, but they made it close at the end. Joe Burrow made it very interesting. A nice little battle of Ohio there, won by the Browns. Then week three, they tie the Eagles. So 0-2-1, I mean, you take that if you're a Bengal fan. You probably want a top five pick. You'll probably get that, but you've been in all the games. And their point difference was only minus eight. 66 points, scored 74, giving up. That's pretty good. Uh, but Burrow, I think they got something there. We'll see how they do in the rest of the uh, season. All right, to the AFC South we go. The Titans are 3-0. The Titans are a good team, but they're not that great of a 3-0 team. I, I don't think they're the worst 3-0 team because we'll get to that at some point. But the Titans, their schedule's been very unimpressive. You know, they, they beat a Bronco team that's 0-3. They beat a Jacksonville team that's 1-2. They beat a Viking team that's 0-3. Um... Their offense still worries me a little bit. Derrick Henry's great and all. Ryan Tannehill's looked pretty solid in the last couple weeks, but they're not playing anyone. That's a problem. They got Pittsburgh, a big challenge for them this week. I know they have the whole COVID uh, testing situation going on, but it looks like the NFL plans on going through with that game, whether it's Monday night, whatever happens. But uh, I still think the Colts are the best team in this division. They're 2-1, and one, the Indianapolis Colts. 84 points scored and 45 given up. One of the best differentials in the league right there. The Colts have been impressive. Now, the only problem with the Colts is that week one loss was ugly. Losing to Jacksonville in week one, but week two they come back, take care of business against the Vikings, and then they beat the Jets. So once again, the Colts' schedule not that impressive. It's going to ramp up. They're going to have some tests. They play the Bears this week, so that should be interesting to see what they do there. But I still think the Colts are the best team in this division. Then we go to Jacksonville in third place. Jacksonville is a team that some people thought would win uh, zero games, and they won week one. Gardner Minshew has been terrific. Now, in, in week three, he didn't look great against Miami, but the Jaguars don't have very much talent. They're not a team that you look at and you say, oh, man, does their defense jump off the page. That was three years ago when they had Jalen Ramsey, when they had A.J. Bouye, when they had... You know, all these guys that make you scared. Calais Campbell. I mean, they had those guys. Now they don't. Ramsey's gone. Bouye's gone. Campbell's gone. All these guys are gone. And they're not a very good team. They might win three, four games. And do they draft Trevor Lawrence? Who knows? We'll see. Uh, And then we go to the Texans. The Texans have had a very hard schedule. They've probably had the hardest schedule in the league. They start with the Chiefs. Then they go to the Ravens. Then they play... The um, Steelers, so that's you know that's a, a two and one team, a two and a three and O team, and a, th- a three and O team. So the combined record of the teams you're playing eight and one, pretty damn good. And on top of the fact that those three teams you played are probably three of the top four teams in the AFC. So the Texans have had a very tough draw with their schedule. Now this week they will take on the Vikings, an zero and three team. This is the ultimate 0-3 versus 0-3 desperate matchup. The Vikings need a win. They look horrendous compared to their expectations. The Texans need a win. They look horrendous compared to their expectations. And I expect the Texans to win this game at home against a Minnesota team that just looks awful. But, uh, you know, Bill O'Brien's got to be on the hot seat. I know the schedule's been hard, like I mentioned, but, man, how in the hell do you let this guy become your head coach and your general manager, and he trades the best receiver in the game. It just it doesn't. I don't. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Whatever. The Texans got to win though, and then we go to the AFC West, which everyone knows. Kansas City's winning this division. Everybody knows it. Three and 
I mean, they were pretty unimpressive against the uh, Chargers. They could have lost that game, but week one, they took care of business against the Texans. Week three, Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, sorry to his mother. I know she doesn't like when people call him Pat. Patrick Mahomes, dominant last night. I mean, he was terrific. Uh, 380 plus yards, four touchdowns, just a dominant performance for him. And man, the Chiefs are good. I mean, their defense isn't as good as it was last year, I would say, even though it wasn't really that great last year. They aren't a team that's winning Super Bowls based off of their defense. Everybody knows that. Uh, 60 points against 91 scored. They're going to be the best team in the AFC probably the entire season. They're 3-0 and uh, this week. They play the Patriots, which should be an interesting matchup. I mean, Patriots, Raiders, Bills, next three games aren't easy. You're playing two 2-1 two and one teams and a 3-0 and o team, so it's going to ramp up a little bit more uh, for them. But last night was a good test. You go to Baltimore. I know there's no fans. But you beat a very good Baltimore team, and pretty handily as well. The uh, Vegas Raiders, 2-1. and one. I thought the Raiders would be good. I think I had them just missing the playoffs at 9-7 and seven or something. But Raiders have been pretty impressive. You know, they beat uh, the Saints in Week 2, the Panthers in Week 1. They did get handily beat a little bit by the Patriots there. But uh, they've been good. Their offense needs to get a little bit better. I know Darren Waller's a huge threat. Josh Jacobs has not been great the last couple weeks. they got to get him going once again after he had a massive Week 1 against Carolina. Uh, but they play the Bills this week. That'll be another big game. A lot of good games this week. The uh, Bills and Raiders should be interesting. See what happens there. Then we go to the Chargers, who are 1-2. and two. They were very close to beating the Chiefs um, in Week 2. You know, they're, they're, just, they're an interesting team. They lose to the Panthers at home last week. That was tough. They do have Justin Herbert in. We all know what happened with Tyrod Taylor. It's a tough situation, but Herbert's looked pretty strong. Week 2, he was very impressive against the Chiefs. Not as good against the Panthers, but um, maybe they have something there. I've always thought he's one of the best quarterbacks in this class, and a lot of people like Tua. They like Jordan Love. They like Joe Burrow. They like those guys. I like Herbert a lot. Uh, Then we go to the Broncos, finally in the AFC. The Broncos are just bad. I'm not so sure... I'm not so sure that uh, Vic Fangio's the answer as their head coach. I really don't know. Uh, I know the quarterback situation has been tough. Drew Locke getting hurt doesn't help matters at all. Jeff Driscoll coming in. Now they have Brett uh, Ripon or Reap. I don't know how the hell you say his name, but he'll be starting Thursday night. So, And Von Miller being out, it's just a tough situation. I think Fangio will get another year as the head coach. Uh, despite the fact they're 0-3 and they've only scored 45 points in three weeks, it's a tough situation. Uh, it's going to be interesting, but we all know Kansas City's winning that division. All right, let's go to the NFC, and the NFC is the worst division of football by a lot. I mean, by by a whole heck of a lot. The, the number one team right now is the Washington football team. I know the Cowboys are 1-2, Washington's 1-2 as well. I'm not so sure Dwayne Haskins is the answer at quarterback for them. I think Rivera is a smart enough coach to have a pretty short leash on him. Um, I think they're going to take a step back. I don't think they're this good. But uh, being 1-2 and two is pretty impressive for a team that we thought was not good. The Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys have kind of been a disaster to start the McCarthy era. I mean, they should probably be 0-3. Um, They're 1-2. and two. They should probably be 0-3. They lost to the Rams. The Falcons absolutely choked. And we'll get to the Falcons later. They're, they're a disgrace. And then they lose to a great Seahawks team. Now they play the Browns. they got to beat the Browns. they got to get going. I do think eventually the Cowboys will pull away just because of how horrible this division is anyway. But the uh, Cowboys got to get something going there in the uh, McCarthy era. Uh, how about the Eagles? 0-2-1. 
The Philadelphia Eagles, another disaster. Carson Wentz has been abysmal. They completely choked against the Bengals. Um, they got at San Francisco this week on Sunday Night Football. That's going to be tough. They got killed by the Rams. They lost to Washington. They've been a disaster. No other way around it. Wentz and the Eagles have been horrendous. And if not for that Super Bowl won by Doug Peterson, he'd be gone right now. They've been horrible. I don't know what's going to happen with them. Jalen Hurts is sitting there. Who knows? Uh, their offensive line has been hurt a lot. The Eagles are, are not good. And neither are the Giants. The Giants are 0-3. I still think Joe Judge can be a good head coach. Uh, nobody expected the Giants to be that bad. But only 38 points in three weeks is abysmal. I know they lose Saquon Barkley in week two. Daniel Jones has got to stop turning the ball over. He has to stop that. If he can stop that, they can win some games. But the Giants have been bad. 0-3. Uh, they got to pick it up. That's all there is to it. That's just all you can say. All right, let's go to the north. The Packers are 3-0. Most points scored in the league uh, to this point. 122 points. Their defense is a bit of a concern, but here's how I look at Green Bay. Offense is tremendous. Getting Devontae Adams back when they do will be great. Defense is not that good. They have a lot of talented players. Darius Smith, Jair Alexander, Preston Smith. They need Kenny Clark back on that defense. When Kenny Clark is back, that'll help the defense, especially stopping the run. But they're they're kind of a, they're a very similar Aaron Rodgers prime team. Now Rodgers is not in his prime anymore. He's still he's looked fantastic through three weeks. We all know that they beat they scored forty plus against bad Detroit and Minnesota teams. Then they go to New Orleans. I know there's barely any fans there, but they score thirty seven and beat the Saints. The Saints are a good team. Um, despite being one and two, the Saints are pretty good. The defense has been bad, but I mean. The Packers are a very sound, good offensive team with a great offensive line and a defense that has talent like they did for years. Clay Matthews, A.J. Hawk, Charles Woodson, those guys. Very opportunistic defense. Got to force a couple turnovers to help the team. And the prime example of that was Sunday night. The game, I don't know if it was 27-27 or 30-20. I think it was 27-27 at this point. So Darius Smith knocks the football out of Taysom Hill's hand. And boom, we're off. That pretty much won the Packers the game. So they have a very opportunistic defense. Uh, let's go to Chicago. The Bears are 3-0 as well. How about that? The Bears who should probably, let's be honest, they should probably be 0-3. They're 3-0. Week 1, the Lions, DeAndre Swift drops the easiest pass catch ever to win the game. Uh, week 2, the Giants can't score within the 10. And then week 3, the Falcons blow a 26-10 lead with 6 minutes left. Nick Foles comes in. This team scares me a lot more than Nick Foles. Uh, I'm a Packer fan, so I'll just preface it with that. But this team with Nick Foles is far more dangerous than Mitch Trubisky because they still have a good defense. I mean, Cleo Mack and Robert Quinn on the edge is almost unfair. Um, they still have a very good defense, uh, and Nick Foles is good. I still see the Bears as a 9-7, and 10-6 team probably. Uh, I kind of felt that way going into the season. Um but they've been good. I, they've been solid. Their defense has been sound, very solid. Uh, they haven't really played anybody yet. They played the Colts this week, so that'll ramp it up a little bit. But uh, who knows? I th still think the Packers are a lot better than the Bears at this point, but that could change. How about the Lions? Lions look like a disaster in the first two weeks. They choke against the Bears. They get killed by the Packers. They go to Arizona and beat the Cardinals. Now, I mean, that's kind of a revenge. Last year they choked against Arizona, and it ended up being a tie, and then this time they beat them. 
Uh, they're not, you know, they're not good. They're not bad. Their defense is not great. Stafford's still pretty good, I guess. Uh, I, Detroit's probably a six or seven win team at that at, at their best. I still don't think Matt Patricia's a good coach. And then probably the most disappointing team in the league based on expectations and all that is the Vikings. 0-3, I mean, are you kidding me? I know you trade Stephon Diggs. I know Michael Pierce opts out. I know you lose Everson Griffin. But 0-3, I mean, they just get obliterated defensively by the Packers in Week 1. Week 2, Kirk Cousins embarrasses himself against the Colts. In Week 3, they find a way to lose to the Titans at home. It's absurd. The Vikings have been horrible. I think Zimmer might be on the hot seat. I mean, all they've done is for the last decade is have good regular seasons and they don't win in the postseason. I think they made the NFC Championship and lost the Eagles that year. That was the NFC Championship, right? I don't know. Uh, but the Vikings, they're giving up way too many points. They have scored more points than the Lions and Bears, uh, but they're still 47 points off the pace of Green Bay. So the Vikings are terrible. they got to figure it out. 0-3, having a worse record than the Lions through three weeks is an embarrassment. Uh, on to the south. Tampa Bay. The Bucks have figured it out, folks. I know they haven't played great opponents the last couple weeks, Carolina and Denver, but I think they figured it out. Their defense is good. Everybody knew their defense is solid coming into the year. The offense has to figure it out. If they're fully healthy at some point, you get Evans and Godwin, Howard and Gronk, Jones and Fournette, all those guys in there, you better watch out, folks. This is the team that I picked to make it to the Super Bowl, and they are 2-1, and one, and they've been solid. I mean, they did lose week one to a fairly good uh, New Orleans team who was 1-2, but I would watch out if I were you. I think the Bucks are going to take off even more here. And you look at their schedule coming up this week. They play the Chargers and the Bears and the Packers and the Raiders. So it's not easy, but uh, we'll see. New Orleans has been a disappointment at two and uh, one and two, but they have lost to two good teams. They lost to uh, the Raiders and the Packers. I mean, the Raiders aren't great. I think the Saints are better than the Raiders, but the Packers are better than the Saints at this point. I think we all know that. They beat the Bucks. They've scored a lot of points. They've given up too many points. Defense has to tighten it up. I think people should be worried about Drew Brees. He didn't attempt any passes over 25 yards, I think it was, through the air on Sunday night, which is not a good look. Brees' arm looks dead. A lot of his passes over 10 yards in, in the air are low. His arm looks dead. I know they're denying it, but I would look into this, folks. I'm not so sure. Uh, Carolina 1-2, and two, I mean, I think you take that. First-year head coach, defense was a disaster last year. Uh, you got Matt Rule in there. I think you take the one and two. I mean, they beat the Chargers. They lost the Bucks and Raiders. A couple of quality losses. Decent win on the road. Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. Uh, I think you take that. I think, um, you know, they drafted all defense. Uh, they have a club that is solidly coached to this point. And I think one and two is something you take when you're like that. Uh, the Falcons are a joke. The fact that Dan Quinn still has a job is amazing to me. It really is. I mean, he's been horrific. They blew back-to-back double-digit leads in the fourth quarter against the Cowboys and Bears. They should be 2-1. and one. They should be a 2-1 and one football team, but they're 0-3 because they've given up 103 points through three weeks, or 108 points, and then they have to go to Lambeau this week. Now... I've said this in the past. I worry about Julio Jones. If he's healthy, the Packers' defense will not hold up very well against the Falcon offense. But the Falcon defense might struggle against the Packer offense. It'll be interesting to see how that goes down. But, man, the Falcons are a joke. Dan Quinn 
is going to be gone in a couple weeks if they're not careful. They're a joke. They're terrible. They've scored a lot of points. Here's what's amazing. They've scored 90 points and they're 0-3. 90 points, 0-3. Has anyone even come close to doing that? I mean, you look at the 0-3 teams. Giants, 38 points. Eagles are 0-2-1, 59 points. Vikings, 0-3, 75 points. Um, Jets, 37 points, 0-3. Bengals, 0-2-1, points. Texans, 57 points, 0-3. Broncos, 45 points, 0-3. The Falcons have scored 90 points in their 0-3. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, best division in football right here, the NFC West. Seattle on top three. You know, Russell Wilson's the MVP through three weeks. I mean, the MVP race right now is Jackson, Mahomes, Rodgers, Wilson, Allen. Those five guys in no order. That's the guys you look at. But Russell Wilson's been excellent. 111 points, second in the league behind the Packers. Uh, they're very similar to Green Bay. I think defenses are not great, but the offenses are very, very good. Uh, I could see a Seahawks-Packer rematch in the NFC Championship where the Packers will want revenge. I could see that happening for sure. But uh, Seattle's the class of the division right there. Class of the division. They could have lost to New England. They didn't. They beat the Cowboys and Falcons. But now they've played uh, two home games and a road game. They go to Miami, then they're home against Minnesota, then two Arizona, and then uh, home against the Niners. Then they travel to the Bills and Rams. It's going to ramp up a little bit here for them. Uh, Arizona... They should be 3-0. Bad loss to the um, to the Lions, but I've still been impressed. I mean, Kyler Murray's been good. He's thrown a lot of interceptions, which you don't like, but there's a lot of offensive talent there. DeAndre Hopkins kind of takes them to another level. You look at their defense, uh, they're getting a little bit better defensively. They've only given up 61 points, so I think you take that. Uh, but their schedule hasn't been tough. I mean, Lions, football team, and then they beat the Niners, which was impressive. Uh, but then they got the Jets. Panthers, Cowboys, Seahawks. It'll ramp up a little more for them as well. Uh, the Rams have been pretty impressive too. I mean, the Rams should probably be 3-0. I don't think I'd get through this without mentioning this. The Rams should have beat the Bills last Sunday. That pass interference call was horrendous. So, you know, it's it's a tough situation for the Rams, but they look like they're back. I mean, Jared Goff looks good again. Offense is humming. McVay looks good uh, with his play calling. And then you look at the Niners... The Niners have so many injuries, it's not even funny. And um, they're 2-1, and one, which is impressive. They lost to the Cardinals week one. They killed the Jets and Giants. Now they got to get going. Their schedule is going to get hard. You look at their schedule, Eagles are not great. Dolphins are not great. But then you got the Rams, Patriots, Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Rams, Bills over a seven-week stretch. So good luck with that. No Bosa, no Thomas. Garoppolo's out. Mostert's out. A lot of guys out, but they can figure it out. They're a very good defensive team. Only 46 points allowed, which is the least in the league by far. Uh, but it does, well, actually second. Sorry, the uh, Colts again up 45. But it does help that um, they played the Jets and Giants. You're giving up no points to them. They, they gave up a combined, they gave up a combined uh, 22 points to the Jets and Giants. So there you go, folks. Uh yeah, I'll be back uh, probably week eight, probably mid-season. We'll do another one of these, but uh, thank you for listening. A little bit of a NFL through through three weeks and some talk about everything going on in the league. Uh, it should be interesting. It should be interesting to see how everything folds out over the next few weeks. It should be interesting. I don't know what's going to happen, uh, but it, it'll be fun. So... Like I said, I'll be back soon with another one of these. And uh, thank you for listening, and I'll catch you on the uh, flippity flip, most likely.